Welcome everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Ruben Minsky, the CEO of Procaps Group. Good morning, Ruben. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. So, Ruben, this is the first time we've had a SPAC on. So before we get started on the business, can you please just tell us a little bit about the transaction? Okay. Uh, we have... Uh we have joined forces. We have merged with the uh, with a company called Union Acquisitions Group Two. It's a fantastic uh, SPAC. Uh, and what we are doing is joining forces, uh, doing all the processes uh, demand, demanded for for such a merge. Uh, and and then uh, we're going to go to through this uh, this uh, SEC for for file, filing. Uh, somewhere around June, July, and, and approval somewhere along August, September of this year, hopefully. And, and this is a, just a way of uh, expediting going public in the U.S., is that correct? Absolutely. For a company like ours, uh, it has been extremely challenging. Of course, nobody knows of us, especially coming from South America, our organization is well known in the region, but not known at all in, in, the, in the U.S. more in the, in the open market. So we, we found that it was going to be a quite challenging for us to go to a regular IPO, and the SPAC gave us a great opportunity, as we feel that we are right now at the point in which we can really uh, uh, advance in that, in that uh, situation. I think that uh, today it's a, it's a, it's a very special moment for organization to reach out to the to the public market. And, and Ruben, when do you think the transaction will be completed, and what's the proposed stock symbol? The proposed stock symbol will be PROC, P-R-O-C. Uh, we, we expect to be some something uh, second, I'm sorry, third quarter of, of, of this year, uh, once we get the, the final approval from the SEC. You're going to be based where? Well, right now we are based in Colombia and South America, but we do have a headquarters in view in South Florida. Oh, okay. Okay. So now can you just give us a quick overview of what the company is going to look like? Okay, fantastic. So we're, we are a company which was uh, – we have a 43-year history, uh, our family started the company back in 1977. Today we're a pharmaceutical and healthcare uh, organization. Uh, part of our business is CDMO business, a very successful CDMO, number one in, in South America. We also have, we're top three in volume of soft shell gelatin manufacturing uh, for worldwide. Uh, we have also quite a relevant business of pharma and OTC and uh, clinical uh, clinical specialties uh, in the region uh, where we are where we are we are present in 13 different countries and we export to more than 50 markets worldwide and we had the first uh, this is a very interesting point we have the first FDA uh, manufacturing facility which was approved for uh, exports to the US uh, RX market. We are very, very much geared into innovation, differentiation factors, 
uh, we we spend quite a bit of time and, and, and efforts in in, uh, in uh, innovation, in patented uh, technologies that we have designed for all oral delivery systems. And uh, today we have more than 34 patents, 50 more coming, uh, and hopefully new ones uh, along the way too. Very good. So I'm going to back up for a second. Um, you said CDMO. Uh, for the layman, what does CDMO mean? Okay, great question. CDMO is a contract developer manufacturing organization. We manufacture for third parties. Uh, in, 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 in those, uh, we have company, multinational companies like, uh, like ours, like, uh, like Sanofi, like Pfizer, Glaxo, and, uh, and then also some regional pharma players in South America and, and Europe. Okay. And the bulk of your revenue, is it manufacturing for others or is it proprietary products? No, no. It's about 70% of our revenues are from our own uh, products, our own lines. We, uh -huh. have, uh, we have direct operations in 13 different countries in the region where we sell our products, we market our own brands with differentiation, uh, and of course, very much leveraged, uh, like all, all the, the, the revenues that uh, we, we try to put them always in the, in the differentiated factors of innovation through oral delivery systems. Uh, to us, that's a very proud situation that we have. 86% of our uh, CDMO business is, is done with our own technologies and patented technologies, and 52% uh, of our own brands is doing with our with the same, with the same uh, innovation in every single step uh, in, of our product line. Okay. And then in terms of your product line, is it mainly over-the-counter or is it prescription? It's both. It's both of them. Uh, both of them, Jeff. Uh, we have a wide range of products in the 13 different countries where we are, we have our own operations, and uh, they're both RX products. We go to the doctors. We visit around 90,000 doctors on a monthly basis uh, to get their prescriptions. And then we have the OTC where we go directly to the consumer to get uh, their, their demand, the demand of the products. So for your prescription um, products, are they um, approved just in Latin America or, or throughout the, the world? Most of them are just in, in Latin America, but I won't say just because it's quite an effort and it's, it's quite demanding. The regulatory authorities in South America are, are in the way of being as demanding as the FDA. So we do have registrations. Today we have more than 3,400 registrations in the whole region and uh, about 1,600 coming on board. Uh, we, they, they are in the region and in the U.S. we have a few ANDAs and we manufacture for other ones too as exclusive manufacturer of some of the ANDAs also in the, in the U.S. market. So, so going forward, the growth, is it going to be more by expanding geographical territory or more by uh, new products? We expect the growth to be very much uh, in, in new technologies, uh, rollouts of our products, of our actual portfolio of products, uh, a very robust pipeline. 
We have more than 600 launches uh, in the next three years in the region itself, and, and of course, that includes a little, uh, some products for the U.S. market too, uh, and, and of course, geographically too. We do expect to grow from 13 to 16 countries uh, where we're going to have our own presence, and uh, and we do expect our pipeline, very robust pipeline, once again too, to be an important factor in the in the growth of our company. And in terms of the growth, um, for manufacturing for others, do you want to keep that up, or is that going to be de-emphasized? No, no, absolutely. So that is an extremely important point. We have, in all this growth that we have had and, and the differentiation factor between us and other uh, players in the region, uh, the CDMO business is hugely important. We learn extremely amount of, of uh, know-how. We get an extremely amount of know-how from, from, uh, from these multinational companies. Uh, we, we learn a lot from exporting to more than 50 countries worldwide and bring on their, their best uh, practices uh, to our region. Uh, so we do feel that the, you know, the CDMO business is extremely important to us. It is a great leverage for us to, to keep growing and learning and be able to, to come up with the innovation of a great st- uh, strength uh, into the marketplace. And then what capacity are you for manufacturing? Will you have to add new plants, or do you have room to grow there? No, we have, we have right now six manufacturing sites in our organization. We have two in Colombia, one in Brazil, and one in Salvador. Uh, we, do, do not, we do not see the need to, to increase uh, the, the, the places that we do increase the capacities on a regular basis. For example, right now we are about 11 billion capsules a year uh, in manufacturing, and we do expect to grow around 5 to 10 percent a year in the volume itself, uh, not in the revenues. The revenues is more, but in the volume itself in these plants. Okay. And in terms of your customers, so both on the CDMO side and both for the pri- proprietary um, products, can you give us a little idea of who your customers are? Well, in the CDMO business, uh, we are very proud to have long-term blue chip, um, very well-known global pharma companies like like Glaxo, Abbott, uh, Bayer, um, Sanofi, uh, Pfizer, um, and also regional players in, in, in South America, which are very well-known there, maybe not as much here, like uh, for example, uh, Europharma and, and company Bravo, company like uh, Romers. So these are large customers of ours for, for some time. Now, uh, some of them, we have had relationships of, of, of more than 10, 15 years. Um, and uh, and in, in, in our regular pharma and OTC products, of all, we have the distributors everywhere. So it's a, we, we, we go to all the pharmacies in the region and we sell our products. You can find in any of, of the small and large pharmacies uh, and drugstores uh, in the 13 countries where we are, uh, we are selling our products. Okay. And then, so, so right now, um, the largest portion of your revenue is coming from where? From our pharma and OTC lines, those are the two more most important ones, especially the pharma. Pharma is number one in the, in the whole 
company revenues. Uh, our CDMO is substantial too. It's, uh, we, we do a good amount of revenues. It's about one-third of our company's revenues are CDMO business. And the, and the rest are the other, the other companies, including a very, very important uh, incursion we have right now is, is in diabetes uh, line of products. We have a company called Diabetrix, which has been extremely successful uh, in, in Colombia right now, but it's going to be during the rollout starting this the second semester of this year to, to, to markets like, like uh, Salvador, Central America, North, uh, like uh, through the Mexico, which is, these are countries which have a huge amount of uh, incidence of diabetes in their population. Uh-huh. So it doesn't sound like you have like one product or one customer that's, you know, uh, taking up the bulk of the revenue. It sounds like it's, it's pretty diversified. Is, is that fair to say? Absolutely. None, none of our customers or products are more than 5% of our sales. Okay. And then are you developing these products in-house or are you licensing or acquiring them? When we get to, when we work on, uh, on, on, with, on the CDMO, we work hand by hand, by hand with uh, the, uh, the product development areas of our important customers. Uh, we work together, we develop the products together uh, with our, te our technologies uh, and our know-how in formulations and social gelatin capsules. Uh, and, and when we go to, for our products, it is our own development, but it, it, is, on their own, it, is, it is bringing innovation and differentiation factors that will be greatly appreciated by the medical community and by the patients. So are you partnered on some of these? No, no, these are all our internal, uh, uh, internal developments. Uh, we, we only partner uh, for almost less than 1% of our companies are in licensing products. 1% of our revenues are in licensing of products, so 99% is our own property brands uh, and trademarks. Uh, so we do one, and, and that's, of course, we're talking now about the RX and OTC lines of products. In the CDMO business, of course, our uh, customers uh, own those, those brands. So what area seems to be the biggest growth area if we look out over the next couple of years? Well, that's a very good question because we are so bullish on you know, the future of our organization in, in all the different areas. But if I had to choose a couple of them, I would probably say pharma and the, pharma and, and the CDMO business. They have huge opportunities to grow, both of them. And, but to be honest with you, I think that the rest of the, the other lines have great opportunities. Our pipeline is so extensive of new products to be coming out into the market in the, in the years to come. Uh, and the technologies are so differentiated, and many of them patented already, uh, that we feel that there is a great possibility of growth everywhere. And, and with the amount, the right amount of, of the capital at, a, at, a, at affordable prices, uh, uh, you know, the financial expense, it's, uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for these rollouts uh, to be very effective. In addition to organic growth, do you expect to do acquisitions? 
Yes, and that's a, thank you for asking because that's a very important question. We do feel that we can go um, and, and keep growing double-digit numbers uh, for years to come, uh, at least for the next three to five years. But if we wanted to, to go completely as we dream uh, where the company will be in the future, we will have to go through M&As, and the opportunity is fantastic. There are great opportunities for medium-sized companies in the region, companies which are in second or third generation in the family, and people would like very much to cash out of them on them. And then these are greater opportunities to, to buy companies and multiples which are less than, of course, what we get in the U.S. market as a multiples for, for our organization. So the, the opportunity is, 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 is great for M&A. It's very, very much ingrained in our M&A strategy, and it's quite ambitious. We do feel that there will be a great space for us to do this. Uh, what type of companies would you target? Both in the CDMO. CDMO, we would love to see companies in Mexico and Brazil uh, to grow our CDMO business also in Brazil. Uh, uh, in, in the RX and OTC, companies medium-sized, family-owned businesses, which, uh, which once again are third, second or third generation members, which, uh, uh, which they are ready to, to, to cash out in the, in, the, in the companies. Families which are ready to, to, uh, to come on board it could be through through buying companies, or it could also be a combination of buying some cash and, and some other uh, ones also with stocks of our new organization, the Brokers Group. So these are greater alternatives uh, everywhere in, in, in all the region where we are right now working on. It sounds like you're going to stay focused on your region. Is that correct? Absolutely. We feel that's the best. The greater the fantastic opportunities where we are right now, and for for a great amount of growth in in all the region. And then, so what are some of the things that spur on that growth? What are some of the drivers? We have, of course, the, the, there is a, an, an important amount is through the rollout of our actual portfolio. We have the greater opportunities of taking these products to other countries which we haven't done because we, we lacked the amount of capital needed to do so. Uh, we also have a great pipeline of new products and new delivery systems to come on board, which we have just scratched the surface on. We have products which are very innovative by all means, and we haven't really been able to take them everywhere where we wanted to. Uh, there, there will be great spaces for us to to increase our shares, market share in the in the CDMO business, uh, in both also of course in the in the pharma business and, and the OTC, and there are great opportunities also in the clinical specialties, and, and once again fantastic opportunity in the Ivitrix, uh, where we have uh, an approach to the to the the, the pandemic of diabetes uh, in, a, in a very different way, what we call the Pharma 4.0. It's, it's, it's an approach, a very holistic approach to the way we see diabetes being treated today. Very good. And so with going public via the SPAC, does that just get you public or does it get you uh, some money, some more resources in addition? 
No, it gives us, it gives us the opportunity to go in public. At the same time, we can reach out to more capitals. There is a very special situation in this pack that we are working on right now that we will have the opportunity. We, have, we, we raised already $100 million in, in, through a pipe. It's the first time that a SPAC has been able to go on, 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 on a pipe from, from South America that will go in on a pipe, and, and, and we will always subscribe. Uh, and then, so we will bring um, funds for this and, and, and for the SPAC in, in general. We do expect uh, for, for, for the SPAC to be able to reach out to, to capital markets, uh, once again, to, to less to more affordable uh, interest rates that will allow us to grow in a much, much quicker way. So you've got a lot going on. Um, of course, we've got uh, the upcoming closing of the SPAC. Um, over the next 12 months, what are some of the other things that we might see? What are the things to watch for? Well, you, 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 you should expect for us to, to keep growing. The first quarter of this year, we grew 33% over last year. Uh, we will keep growing uh, at a very substantial rate, and, uh, and we will have launches everywhere, launches of new products uh, through the pipeline, new rollout that we're working on, new customers, uh, hopefully a couple of new ANDAs being approved by the FDA for us to be the manufacturers, and uh, so there are great opportunities uh, for us to capitalize on, and uh, you will hear from us, I'm quite sure, with great news in the next 12 months. Very good. Ruben, is there anything I failed to ask you that you think is important? Uh, well, I, if I have to say something, uh, and I would, maybe it's, it's very important for me to, to, to do it, is, is um, the, uh, there is a great amount of, of, of pride that, that has created the fact that we have uh, our extended family of 5,000 people uh, in the region uh, working for our organization are the heart of, of really what we have been able to attain. We have a fantastic management team at this stage, very well positioned to, to, to bring the, this new step and new, this new growth for the, for the organization. And if I, if I could say something personal also, uh, JFI, I do hope that the success that we're, I'm absolutely sure that is totally attainable uh, of our organization in the, in the open market and stock market in the U.S. will, will create a, 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 position, a possibility of, of people uh, and companies in South America to be inspired by this success and to dream big, to think that they can really attain uh, opportunities much beyond what they thought of, and uh, they will be able to, with this, uh, be able to bring more prosperity and progress to our region. So I really feel that the opportunity for us to reach out to this market is a great opportunity for us to show that it can be done. Very good. Well, Ruben, thanks so much for taking your time and sharing the ProCap story with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Jeff.